G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. One of the things that you and I tend to do is that we appoint ourselves as judge, jury and executioner when it comes to other people's behaviour. The problem with that is that it's hard work. It's exhausting. Hi, I'm Bernie Diamond and welcome again to the program as we take another look at God's rest for you from a different perspective. I was watching a TV show the other day. It's called Law and Order, an American show about the criminal justice system. And in each episode, they have a crime and the police try to solve the crime and then the district attorney prosecutes the alleged criminal in the court system. Anyhow, this particular episode that I was watching the other day involved a capital crime and the criminal was handed a death sentence by the jury. Now, here in Australia, we no longer have the death penalty. They do in parts of the US. Some countries have it, others don't. And even though I have some pretty strong views on the death penalty, I think the last thing I want to do today is to get into the rights and the wrongs of that issue. I guess what struck me as I watched this show, however, was the thought of being on that jury and having to decide whether to hand down a sentence to take someone's life. Now, whatever your views are on the death penalty, just stop with me for a moment and imagine that you're sitting in a jury room deliberating on whether or not to hand down a death sentence to someone sitting there talking with 11 other men and women about whether this person should live or whether they should die. I know that that's something that I just can't even imagine, having to make that sort of a decision. How about you? The decision to terminate a life or the decision to lock someone up for months or years or or even a life term, they're weighty decisions, aren't they? And the reason that countries seek to develop a robust and independent system of justice with impartial judges and, where appropriate, impartial juries who carefully weigh the evidence that's been presented according to some very strict rules of evidence, the reason we do that is because punishing someone is no light thing. On the one hand, we don't want someone who's obviously guilty to walk free or or to receive an inappropriately light sentence. But on the other, we don't want someone who's innocent being punished or even someone who's guilty to be given an unduly harsh sentence. So what do we do? Well, as best as we can, and it's never perfect, we create a justice system that carefully weighs the evidence and hands out appropriate sentences to those who are found guilty. Now, you may have heard me mention my friend Paul before. He's a magistrate in the Children's Court. Imagine the decisions he has to make every day of the week. Should this child stay with the mother, the father, or go into foster care? Should this young teenager go to jail? Should It's a tough gig, I would have thought, being a judge. 
But you know something? Day after day, when people rub us the wrong way, when, when we cross swords with someone, what we want to be to those people who annoy us or hurt us or whatever, we want to be the judge, the jury and the executioner. We want to pay them back to get our own brand of justice. At work, someone stabs us in the back. What's our response? Well, our natural inclination is to stab them right back. You've heard that saying, don't get angry, get even. That's what it's all about. And that's exactly why, when it comes to crime, we need independent judges and juries to carefully weigh the evidence rather than the victim or the victim's family extracting vengeance. Most of us can see that. And yet when Jesus tells us to stop judging people, we want to race straight past and ignore him because we want for ourselves, with those people who've hurt us in some way, we want justice. And pretty much the way we extract our perverse sense of justice out of a situation is through revenge. It may just be a cold shoulder or a terse tone. It may be something much worse. But revenge is revenge. The problem is, if you live life like that, man, it's exhausting. Have a listen to Jesus' take on this whole judging justice revenge thing that we carry on with in our lives. Matthew chapter 7, verses 1 to 5. Don't judge so that you may not be judged. For with the judgment that you make, you will be judged. And with the measure that you give, well, that'll be the measure you get back. Why do you see the speck in your neighbour's eye? but you don't notice the log in your own eye? Or how can you say to your neighbour, hey, come here, let me take the speck out of your eye, while there's a log in your own eye? You, you hypocrite! First, take the log out of your own eye, and then you'll see clearly enough to take the speck out of your neighbour's eye. See, the first part of that is particularly telling with me. With the judgement you make, you will be judged. Now, Jesus doesn't tell us whether that's by people or by God. I kind of assume it's both. If we become all judgmental and self-righteous, you know what other people do in response? They just start judging us right on back. And sadly, because none of us is perfect, we end up copying the flag. All this judging, all this being judged, man, it is hard work. It is exhausting. And here's what I figure. I can get on and enjoy my life or... I can focus my energies on judging all the imperfections I find in the people around me. There's plenty of those because no one's perfect. All that judging is hard work. Let me take you back to the jury room for a moment, the weight of making a fair judgment. Imagine having to live your life in that jury room all the time, the weight of responsibility of getting it right. But of course... When we judge other people in our way, in our day-to-day lives, we don't care about getting it right. We just want our brand of justice, the my way or the highway style of justice, and that equals revenge, getting even, getting our own back, and that's hard work. It's time to get revelation today. Every person on this planet is imperfect. Every person that we come into contact with at some point is going to fall short of our expectations. They're going to step on our sense of self. They're potentially going to hurt us. That is simply a given. It's never, ever, ever going to be any different in this lifetime. So we can either drive ourselves to exhaustion by judging every man, woman and child we come into contact with, or we can get off our high horses 
and first deal with our blind spots. Come on, let's get real here. First deal with a log in our own eye so that we can see clearly to help the other guy with the speck in his. Because sure as God made little green apples, I am not going to see the speck in your eye clearly when mine has a log of revenge in it, am I? Or vice versa. That, my friend, is what Jesus calls hypocrisy. And living life like that is plain exhausting. Judging people all the time is exhausting. Over the last few weeks on the program, we've looked at getting some of God's rest, God's peace into our lives. And there's no rest in being judge, jury and executioner. There's there's no rest in getting revenge. Winning ain't where it's at. You know where I've discovered rest? Letting go of the judgment. Just not judging people anymore. Getting over myself and my own warped sense of justice and accepting no one's perfect. That's the wisdom that Jesus was teaching his disciples back in the passage we just read. And that's the wisdom I believe he's teaching us today. It's no different a couple of thousand years on. You and I, we can't have peace. We can't have rest living lives as self-appointed judges of the universe. We, we just can't. today, I was just wondering if I could ask for your input, a bit of help if you will, to guide me along the way. As you might imagine, we receive a lot of feedback to a different perspective from right around the world. And one of the most common things people say is, I wish you could teach more about subject X or whatever. So that got me to thinking, wouldn't it be great if we could be a bit more deliberate about that? Wouldn't it be great if I could get your input on the teaching topics that would really speak into your life? So could I ask you, when you have a moment, to head across to teachingtopics.org to have your say. It'll only take you a couple of minutes, and who knows how many other people right across the globe might be blessed by your God-inspired ideas. That web address again is teachingtopics.org. Just a few minutes of your time could have a powerful impact that ripples out into countless places that we can't even begin to imagine. I'm Bernie Diamond. Catch you again, same time tomorrow, with a different perspective. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.